Peace and love. Peace and love, y'all. It's Samut. Uh, and welcome to another episode of the Mind, Body, Energy, Imbalance podcast. Uh, Uh, so, um, I've been away, obviously, uh, got so much to share. What's up, Flo? Hey, what's going on? How's everybody? Everybody good. Everybody good. We know everybody in our, uh, ecosystem is good and thriving. Um, so, uh, we always like to start our show by giving praise and honor to the ancestors upon the shoulders that we stand. May we be forever nourished by their good works and may their good works flow through our presentation and sharing in this particular dynamic. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So what you been doing while I was away, Flo? I I haven't seen too much activity. What you been up to? Same thing. Same thing I always do. Work out. Uh-huh. Work, work out. Just try to uh, figure things out and that's it. Yeah, be a, be a dad. That never stops. The older they get, the more uh, activities mm-hmm. present themselves. So that's really yeah. it. Just trying to yeah. figure it. It's every day you just try to figure things out. Um, not let the truths of the world drain your energy mm-hmm. because it is energy draining. Um, mm-hmm. Just when you know, um, like I be watching certain programs and it can be energy draining. Like you just might be mm-hmm. getting some educating, educating yourself can be energy draining because of the new information mm-hmm. that you take in. I was watching something on Netflix about how the E. Cola, E. 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 Cola thing with the meats. Oh yeah. Is that it? Like there was E-coli. just some, E. Coli. Uh, mm-hmm. There was just some things on, uh, on that dock where mm-hmm. it's eye opening. Um, but it's energy draining because you go, well, everybody can tell you what the problem is, but we don't really have a true solution, which we do, which, you know, I mean, we, we possibly do. But it's right. just like people want to just say, throw you what's mm-hmm. wrong with the world. But, hey, what are we doing out here uh, Yeah, as a unit? But failing and you have options. You can be part of the failing team or you can be part of mm-hmm. the team that's thriving. It, it could be. A, mm-hmm. I was talking to a gentleman about real estate and it was just like, you know, it was eye opening about red states and blue states, you know, for so long, people that look like you and I have been blue, 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 uh, because of, you know, the promises of the government. Right. But in reality, if you think about it, what the Democrats really want to happen is for people that look like us mm-hmm. to be so dependent on them. Mm-hmm. But then you got the hustling spirit such as you and I, who our energy is possibly leaning towards other things, if that makes sense. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, yeah, they create these living situations for us just so we can mm-hmm. always be dependent on a certain mm-hmm. entity. So it's just like the more you just right. learn, the more you just like, man, this is this is a crazy world, but you got to just keep fighting. Um, so that's yeah. really what I've been doing. I've just been taking in information so I can, you know, just be a mm-hmm. better individual. But it's just like, man. You guys are crazy out there and you just got to yeah. keep fighting. Yeah. No, the reality of it is, is when you, um, I mean, you, you, you said something very key. You said a few key things actually. And one being that when you, um, when you uh, uh, consume um, negative information, it is draining like information that only highlights the problem and not a solution that is very draining on your spirit, on your energy. That's why we are advised and advise people not to watch the news 
because the news almost never gives a solution. They almost always talk about all of the drama and problems and anarchy and hell that's going on everywhere. They almost never be like, okay, so this is what is happening, but this is how it's being remedied. Or even just focusing on solutions. It's draining. It just sucks your life force completely dry, you know? And you get up with a feeling of, um, you know, you, you, you leave that consumption with a feeling of desperation, a feeling of ineptitude, meaning you can't really help it. You can't really fix it. You know, none of that is good for prosperity <laughs> and, and your frequency of aligning with, um, you know, the good that we desire in our life. None of that. And the other thing you said that I thought was very poignant and powerful was in relationship to these political parties, you know, Malcolm told us 40, 50 years ago, one was a wolf and one was a fox, but they both was dogs. You know, one is a wolf and one is a fox. It don't matter if they're showing up as different animals, as their symbols. One is a wolf and one is a fox. You know, one uh, comes to you pretending to be for you and on your side. But, you know, if you look at the state of the, you know, what they say they represent, nobody is being uplifted by those social programs or whatever. And the other is straight up in your face. I don't give a damn about you or your folks. You need to get some boots and then pull yourself up by your bootstraps like everybody else. It doesn't matter that the playing field isn't level. You need to find out how to make your life work. And truth be told, you know, you could be a little of each, you know, like in the Afrocentric or an African, um, uh, um, you know, societal structure way. It is, it benefits everybody in the whole society for everybody to be nourished and educated and cared for. It just does. It benefits everybody, you know, it benefits everybody for the whole society to be cared for. So African structure is, you know, yes, work hard, make something of yourself, but we care for those who may be in a less fortunate space, like the elderly or orphan children. You know, a healthy, vibrant, uh, a healthy individual that can work, we find stuff for them to do. Right. But, you know, this society is it's, it's kind of like cloak and dagger. It's kind of like, you know, smoke and mirrors really on both sides. It really is. And I think that people should do the best that they can with their life, have opportunities and be cared for to a degree, but also be, you know, guided to opportunities that help uplift them. I think that's very great. You know what you shared, you know. So um, I have been down at the podcast summit. <laughs> in Florida, Miami, Florida, went down there for several days. And that was very, very, very eye-opening from several perspectives. One, the speakers that they had, shout out to David Shans and his team. The speakers that they had was excellent. Before I even got to the podcast summit, though, because I was afforded ambassador status, 
I was invited to all these different challenges and meetups and um, virtual meetups and everything. So all the way up until the podcast, like 35, 45 days before the podcast summit, I was in certain training sessions sponsored by David Shands and his team. And it was awesome. So before I even got there, I was already full and already thinking in my mind, oh my God, I got so much to do, you know? So, you know, I was already full and there were maybe 40 or 50 of us that were a part of the ambassador um, tribe and that were in these summits, I mean, in these challenges and all of this, right? When I got there, hotel was magnificent, five-star, beautiful hotel. The service, it was excellent. Just, just as excellent on the water. It was more like on a, a bay, really. I guess it was though. I don't know. It didn't seem like the ocean to me, but you know, the ships were coming in and out docking. And then there was like a carnival and, you know, like boardwalk uh, entertainment and experiences up the boardwalk down there. So that was all good. I didn't really have a chance to do all of that because I was so intent on uh, focusing, coming there you know, with what I was focused to, to get, what I was intending to be focused about, I should say. So the speakers that they had touched almost every area of podcasting and being successful, how to structure your podcast, how to find your voice, how to monetize your podcast, like on several different levels, you know, how to protect your intellectual property. They had attorneys there you know, that showed people and spoke to people about protecting their intellectual property because you're going out here into the public and you want to be, you know, you want to have your tail ends covered, right? They talked about cameras and microphones and angles. They talked about multi, um, multi-guest multi setup, you know, how to set up a show with multi angles when you have guests. They talked about how to do a show when you are just you and doing virtual. They talked about call-in shows. It was just so abundant. Like it was so much. And David actually talked about the fact that he spent several hundred thousand dollars putting this event together, his first one, and that he recouped, recouped, you know, like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars at that, if if that, by the people that attended and whatever else. But what I what I noticed and what I really observed and really found very powerful is that the tribe that he had around him, you know, those people was like, we got you. Come on, you know, because he even said, like I said, being in on some of his training prior actually it was a youtube video on his uh, social media pod, social proof podcast he was saying how you ever be an entrepreneur and wake up and be like i don't want to do this shit like you know why am i doing this like it's so hard like you know he was like really you could tell he was about to cry <laughs> and he's like it's so hard i'm talking to my business people out there now why am I doing this? Like you ever wake up as an entrepreneur and be like, you know, I'm putting all this effort, this energy or whatever. It's all these problems. Everything is coming in. Why am I doing this? Cause we, we basically have to, 
Most people who are entrepreneurs are not good employees. <laughs> you know, I mean, you might be able to hold a punchable punch in uh, nine to five for a segment of time. But there's something burning inside of you that you'd be like, damn it, I got to do it. Got to get out here <laughs> and do it. So he was like, why am I doing this? But I know the team of people, the, the, the like minds, the six multimillionaires that he is surrounded by. And then him being the seventh, I'm using that figuratively. I don't know how many, but I know some of them because they was there riding strong all held him up as like we know you tired we know it's hard we know the shit look crazy but don't look at this right here look at what we try where you trying to go this is your uh in spiritual culture we would call it an offering in other circles they call it your dues paying your dues you paying your dues for where you really trying to take this thing it's your first one out you you started as you meant to go on. Excellent. Top, 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 top level. Excellent. You know, but the thing wore him. And one of the lessons that I took from that in observing what was not being said, but was evident from my vantage point. Was the tribe had him. They all showed up. EYL. 19 Keys, Donnie, Neo Davis, all these people that you see them connecting with on their social media as well as on their um, actual show that will just pop up on their show and be like, I was in the area, I came by to support you. You could tell that they really, really had David Shans, they had him down. And that was his counsel, if you will. And so as an entrepreneur, spirit-centered entrepreneur, y'all out there listening, how's your tribe? Who got you? Are you surrounded by 600,000 heirs, millionaires, and you're up next to be the seventh? Like who... Who are you? Who is your team in that sense? What tribe you hanging with? You know, I remember Dame Dash said that I don't know the exact. I'm I, you know, when I by the time hip hop start turning to rap, I was on to something else. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know all of the group names and all of that. But Dame Dash said that him and his crew, they were all millionaires and they all insisted that each person strive to create whatever they needed to create to be a millionaire. Part of the idea was that if any one of them invested poorly and lost their money, they could get a hundred thousand from each part of the tribe and then they back to millionaire status and grow that and then give everybody their hundred grand back. I mean, it's brilliant, you know? Now, you don't want to keep losing your losing <laughs> losing your money and then every couple months you got to go to your tribe. That's a good way to get kicked out of the tribe. Hello, you know? But I appreciated that, and I saw that at the podcast summit with David Shans and all his crew. You could tell they had his back. 
you know, and you could tell that it wasn't um, what he wanted it to be, but, you know, they helped him stand strong. But it was a great, great, great success. About a thousand people there from all over the country, even from out of the country. My um, one of the persons I connected with the most was from Canada. She reminded me actually of um, Pokey, <laughs> my baby sister. And uh, we we just vibed. We clicked when we were in the ambassador challenges and all of that. We just vibed, right? So that was the one thing that the tribe, the people that you are surrounded by are the most, are so, so, so important as to whether or not they got your back for real or is it lip service? Or are they digging at you? Do they, are they jealous or whatever? Mm-mm. Let's go. We got this. Because if you come up, we know we all coming up too, right? The next thing that I was one of the biggest takeaways for me is you got to get in different rooms, you know? Like people may not observe, but I'm really kind of an extrovert introvert. I'm extroverted because I like to be out, but I'm really an introvert too because... I'm very, very almost, um, almost um, psychologically comfortable with myself. Like I could just be with me forever and just be good with that, you know, but then there's the other side of me that loves people and want to be around people. But the counterbalance is I don't have to go nowhere. (laughs) So a person like me, and especially listen to me, y'all spiritually centered business people, you need to get in certain rooms. You just do. The more you get out and you network with other uh, people in a similar industry or in, um, you know, or just networking, period, helps to uh, keep your fire going about what you're doing. It also enlightens you to other things about industry that you may not know about. It also gives you visibility because as a business owner, you have to have visibility, right? You don't need to be famous. That is, that's an invent, uh, and in, and in, what is it I'm trying to say? That's a new kind of newer invention, that wealth and fame go together. No, you don't want to be famous, really, honestly. It's better that people don't know who you are <laughs> than to know who you are. And then you got not only the challenges that running a very a multi-million dollar successful organization presents. Now you got the challenges of fame and people being kind of like all in your life and in your energy, right? Then you have the challenges of that. You don't really want to, wealth and fame are not the same thing, but you do need visibility. People have to know what it is you're offering. They have to resonate with it. They have to connect to it. They just do, right? So that was another takeaway. You know, I'm in a room It's predominantly Christian. That's all good. I'm not tripping about that. It's not me who be tripping. It's most of the time them that be tripping. (laughs) Because I can love and and have grace for everybody. But sometimes I'm speaking generally. I'm not speaking specifically about anybody in specific. 
I'm just speaking generally from my experience. Sometimes if you don't believe the same way other people believe, there's a shunning, there's a, a not inclusion, all of that, right? So when you go into these different rooms and the overarching, uh, you know, the leadership of those rooms have a particular type of faith, sometimes they are just kind of distant and cold because, you know, you got all this, you know, this African thing going on and people may not understand it. I did not receive that at all. I wasn't, I didn't experience that at all. It was very warm and welcoming. It was lovely. It was fabulous. I didn't experience that. Right. It was cause I'm going to be me. I went with all these coppers and all these headpieces and jewelries and onks and honey, I went in my authentic self. Otherwise I'm not going. <laughs> and it was very warm and it was other people who you could tell were Afrocentric as well, experienced the Afrocentric energy as well, that were there also. Out of a thousand people, you know, the culture was was represented. Hello. Um, but the other thing that um, I took away uh, is, although the speakers on the stage were awesome and fabulous, it was like 30 different speakers, you know, main stage and breakout rooms I'm telling you it was top notch. All the, the, the energy was in the hallway. The energy was in the hallway because when the speakers finished and we went out for the break, Everybody was in the hallways, like networking and talking and taking pictures and asking each other about your show and how's your show and how are you? It was, it was, it was so electric in the hallway. The energy were in the hallway. When we were in the rooms, the speakers, you know, they were good. The energy was there too, but the real connections were made out in the hallways. That's what I'm saying. Because everybody was there mostly to connect. Well, what's your show about? Would you like to be a guest on my show? You could come be on my show. What's your show about? I never heard of that. Tell me more. It was, it was just a bomb. Plus, those speakers, a lot of times you can't really get to them. You ain't even, most time, you ain't even prepared for the level that a connection with them could take you to, honestly. Like the EYL, Earn Your Leisure, Troy and Rashad, 19 Keys. These people have millions and millions and millions of followers and views, and they are here, there, and they're working with billionaires. And, you know, those types of connections you have to be ready for in your mind, body, and energy. It's not to say you can't make the connection, but, you know, you can start right where you are and build from there. And a lot of times that's with other peers in the hallway during the break. Right. I'm just giving you all some of my takeaways from going to an event like the podcast summit where there were thousands of people there, speakers as well as attendees. And the honest energy that the coordinator of that event shared in terms of how much money he had put out to make it a big show, a, a wonderful top class show, and the fact that he didn't recruit even half of the money that he spent. 
I mean, they had a mansion event the next day and everything where they had rented a mansion and it was a mansion mastermind. So like 30 or 40 people out of all those thousands of people went to the mansion mastermind where it was more uh, direct one-on-one guidance around, you know, your podcast and what you need to do next steps and all of that. And one of the other things, um, we're supposed to have a guest coming on actually. You might have to cut that out. Sorry. Yeah. See her. Oh, she is. Oh, I didn't see her. I can't see her. Oh, I thought oh, you did. Uh-uh, I couldn't see. I can't see. I was like, where's the guest? Somebody bring her on? Let's bring her on. Yeah. Can you click her in? Yeah. Hey, Zola. I didn't realize you were on. I'm steady running. My- I couldn't see nothing. Um, Jarrell, you have to tell me when people is on. I thought you could see what I see. Mm-mm. When I full screen it, I can't see nothing. Oh. All I can see is us. Anyway, this we do not edit around here. <laughs> Hey Zola, welcome. You look amazing. Yo, so do you. Thank you so much. I just was listening and hearing all those shoes you dropped from that podcast convention. I'm probably mm-hmm. calling it the wrong summit. I, I'm probably using the wrong term. I do apologize for my background because I am on the go, mm-hmm. but I definitely did not want to miss the opportunity to be on here and connect with with you. So yeah. that's all right. You always on the go, child. Um, Jarrell, Zola, Zola, Jarrell. How you doing, Zola? Flaw 700. Oh, shit. (laughs) Too late now. Too late now. (laughs) You can cut that part out. We can start and do it over. (laughs) Now we good. I was just trying to give, you know, the personal situation. Anyway. Anyway, let me just round out what I was saying about the podcast. I mean, the last, the one last thing I want to share with y'all, y'all. Uh, business owners out here, culturally centered, spiritually centered business owners is when you go to something like that, the podcast summit, you need to have an intention. You can't just go there floating around. You need to have an intention for what it is you want to, um, what it is you want to receive from that type of gathering, who you want to meet, the question you want to ask them, who you want to, you know, how you want to organize what you're doing and the questions you have around that, you know? And so weeks before I had uh, a list of questions that I would meditate and question would come to me. And I had all these questions written down. Um, And then I did, I made an error sharing with y'all. Some of us ladies went to dinner and I told them, you know, we were all talking And I said, um, I said, yeah, you know, you got to be prepared. And I have a list of questions. And they were like, oh, what's your questions? And I started giving them my questions. These are other attendees like me, right? They paid to go there, paying for the hotel, whatever. They paid to go there just like I did. And they were like, oh, what's your questions? And I started giving them my questions. And they were like, oh, well, they ain't going to answer that. Oh, well, they don't, mm -mm, I could tell you about that. You should do this. You should, now you, you're my peer. You should do this. You should do that. You should do that. And I'm sitting there listening and I'm like, "Mm." and they said, so what's the next one? I gave them like two questions. So they said, what's the next one? And y'all know me. They ain't know me, but y'all know me. I said, I ain't telling y'all shit else. (laughs) I said, I ain't telling y'all nothing else. Y'all poo-pooing my questions. 
we peers, right? And they were like, oh, mama yoga. I'm like, oh, whatever. What you got on your plate over there? You know? <laughs> so the point is, you don't, you know, it, it, when you go to these kind of things, have an agenda, your own agenda, and then share it and extract the information with the people who you perceive are the experts. That's one thing. I'll be sharing more stuff when we come. But we got my dear, beautiful sister Zola on the line here with her gorgeous self. Zola, you look so fabulous. I don't know if it, I haven't seen you in a while, but you just look really like energized, child. Well, you know, I spent some time in the garden yesterday preparing for our event, Guys in the Garden. And um, I feel like, you know, I came out really glowing. Mm. I have a green passport, right? And it gives me access to all the gardens in Philadelphia and surrounding areas. Mm. So now I'm like, you know what? Until we get to late fall, I'm going to be visiting like a garden like once a week. That's so, so that's, awesome. I'm actually on my way to one now. A green passport. I love yeah. that. But um, so we have this fabulous event coming up, the goddess in the garden. And the goddess is going to visit all the gardens. That is so awesome. <laughs> right. Yes, it's, the, it's, it's getting me excited. I think it's going to draw excitement. I mean, we are the garden. It's really no physical garden. You mm -hmm. know, when, when, I, when as women, when we gather, we're really the garden. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's still nice to be out there, you know, and, and, and be one with, you know, Mother Earth. But but we're, we are the garden. That's really what I'm trying to explain to people. You know, we we could we could have this in a in an alleyway, and we would still absolutely be the because when we gather, you know that's that's just what we do. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. that's awesome. So tell us about the event. Um, uh, you started the garden, Goddess in the Garden, four years ago. What was the um, driving factor for you putting that type of uh, event together? I think um, I wanted to give a direction. I feel mm -hmm. like. There were just a lot of things going on with women, going on with the sisterhood. And I just wanted us to have a time where we could come together with the same intention and, you know, and celebrate, you know, that divine feminine energy and mm -hmm. um, the nurturers of the community, the mm -hmm. matriarchs, you know, all, all, those things, all those things like that. So that was really my first intention behind it. And also where healers could just, you know, have a healing hub. If you need to get Reiki, if you need to get a reading, you need to get um, finance advice or whatever you need to do, you know, we have we have someone who does it. Mm -hmm. just helping to promote um, those businesses within. So that was kind of like my intention. And of course, you know, it's grown. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm finding ways to continue to, to, to be in that mindset of God is in the garden all year long. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to God is in the garden, I think it's like a reminder and it's kind of like a compass for what direction we need to continue on, you know, as far as how we want to be in community with each other, how we can show up for each other and, um, and you know, and, and just support each other in whichever mm -hmm. ways that might be, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes just sitting with each other. Sometimes, you know, it might be um, helping with a business idea or some finances or sometimes it might be, you know, I, I, got, I started a business and, you know, I want to have more events like this. Mm -hmm. you know let's tap mm. into each other and i just think we really have to uphold the sisterhood i feel like mm -hmm. sometimes we may be very busy with what we have going on our personal lives and our mm -hmm. own household sometimes it's hard to still 
be available for sisterhood. You know, right, it's, right. we have a lot on our plates. So I feel like, um, you know, I mean, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak on the brotherhood, but I just know. I know the men have a lot on their plates too, but I think we have to really make a stronger intent to make time Right. No, that's true. You know, because the, I always say that um, if you if if woman begins to keep herself in order and in line and nourished up, that is what transfers to, you know, the men in our life, our children and the rest of our our families in our life. You know, when the woman has herself nourished and healed, we transfer that energy on. And it's not um, negating that men need their own, you know, healing. And in fact, there's gods in the garden, but we don't want to, we don't want to jump the gun. Um, but this particular gathering is focused around woman, you know, and um, it is focused around sisterhood. And also the fact that womanhood seems to be under attack uh, in this particular aspect of time, you know, and we just have to stand forward and strong for what that means you know, for our community, womanhood and the love of womanhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a time to reflect on the state of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost like reclaiming mm-hmm. because we have so many people trying to tap in and pull that banner of, I, you know, I'm a woman and I understand woman, I understand sisterhood. And, um, you know, we, we just got to really walk around here and be more proud to have that to have that badge because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on where things are not clear, you know. <laughs> right. Things are, things are trying to be confused. And it's mm-hmm. trying to confuse people, confuse the youth. So we have to really take time to set the record straight. So um even the young woman coming up can uh still understand that, you know, this exists. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't have to get down with whatever's being pushed over here and over there. Right. Nothing against that. Right. But, you know, this, this is okay. And, you know, and just, it is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, almost it's like when you want to have a pride in womanhood, it's like you're being ego-driven or, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Like, when you say I'm proud to be a woman or a womb, you know, mm-hmm. woman, you know, mm-hmm. people are like, it's just, it's just really a lot going on where we have to really focus that energy right and say you know we're still going to stand right here and have this regardless of how the world moves we're still going to have this right so yeah it's like it's getting to the point similar to where if you are proud to celebrate black you know and afrocentrism and your culture you almost always have to like you know give like a disclaimer ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this doesn't mean that I'm negating or disrespecting any other community. I'm just proud of my ancestry and it's getting to the point in terms of womanhood where, you know, people are feeling like they have to offer a disclaimer in regards to celebrating the fact that they are holy woman, you know? Um, so we are saying time out for that nonsense. We're not having none of it. You know, it doesn't mean that we don't love or, or care for anybody else or any other, um, you know, expressions, but we stand fully and strongly in celebrating our sisterhood, our womanhood, and that should be um, sufficient. That's just like no is a complete sentence our love for ourselves as women is is a period at the end of it 
<laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> so, um, goddess in the garden, when is it, my dear? We have it there along the crawl on the bottom of the screen. But share us a little bit about the date, some speakers, you know, what does that event look like? So, um, Guys in the Garden is going to be at the Nile mm-hmm. uh, restaurant in Philadelphia. It's on Germantown Ave. I think it's 6008 Germantown Ave. Yep. Uh, and um, it is the oldest vegan uh, restaurant in the city. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited to have it there. And it's also um, a temple. I, I want to say um, a comedic temple. Yep. Uh, I, I want to, you know, I, I believe that. So it's really great to, um, other sacred spaces because it's really about you know us tapping into our sacred divine feminine energy and then mm-hmm. to be able to have it host an event like this we have some wonderful speakers lined up when we first started goddess in the garden it was an all-white party we just mm-hmm. told the women to come out in white mm-hmm. um following that year following the first one we kind of said also in addition to coming out in white you can also have the option of dressing up um, in honor of your favorite uh, goddess energy, whatever you want to recognize or give recognition or give, um, you know, um, honor to, you could come out as that. So that's been really interesting mm-hmm. to see how the women, you know, get dressed up and get creative with that. And um, we have a lot of speakers. Mm-hmm. One, thing I, one thing I am uh, really excited about I think um, it's the showcase that Queen Yazzie is putting together. She mm-hmm. had an event called Rise of the Goddess Showcase. And now we've combined our events to where she's doing the Rise of the Goddess Showcase at Goddess in the Garden. Mm-hmm. So I thought awesome. that was a wonderful um, collaboration. Uh, some of the speakers we have Dr. Um, Muakil. Muakil. Muakil, thank you. And He's just, his journey is just amazing um, as far as his spiritual knowledge and just um, just master healer, um, mm-hmm. you know, coming through to shed um, some light on a few different topics. Um, he also does um, acupuncture, some other services, and um, it's always just a pleasure to be uh, within his energy. So I, I'm glad that we get to hold that up. Sometimes people think that this is all woman driven. Mm-hmm. No, we have mm-hmm. men and women. This is a community event. Right. So even though we're saying, hey, we want to honor these women, but one thing that we know is that when the womb heals, we all heal. Absolutely. Know? So um, just kind of putting that out there. So our writers, because even though we're focused on womb healing and woman healing, you know, that's community healing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm super excited. I know we have um, the Chai Muse coming mm-hmm. through. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm very excited about um, that sister, that products with that going on. I've been following them a while, a while on Instagram. And um, we'll have an official lineup out there probably within the next week or so. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's coming along really well. And I'm just, my my, my soul needs this event, you know. Right, right. Absolutely. Like a lot of the women, you know, we make time to be a part of this because it's important for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. So if you guys do want to come, you go on my page, Crystal John, or even if you go on Mama Yoga page, mm-hmm. the link is in the bio for ticket purchase. We do recommend that you get your tickets early because it will be more at the door. Absolutely. But, yeah, I'm super excited. A 
hot, a lot going on. And we'll have those official lineups of speakers and our vendor announcement and also um, the showcase. We'll have that coming out soon. We're still putting some things together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, people are still, you know, tapping in and trying to um, be a part. So we'll be releasing that soon, though. Very exciting. Absolutely. And then we have, like you said, we have vendors uh, always looking for more vendors to come out and share your wares uh, with what, um, you know, with with our audience there uh, and um, the food at the Nile Cafe. Um, everybody who knows me knows that that's my tribe, my family, my spiritual uh, family. Uh, there, the food is all vegan. And like um, Zola said, is the oldest um, vegan restaurant in the city of Philadelphia, the oldest, oldest continuous uh, vegan restaurant in the city of Philadelphia. That distinction was given to them by Vegan Society a couple of years ago uh, at an award ceremony. So, um it's going to be just awesome. And um, I love the all white. Um, I think if you, especially in a time that we're living in and the forces and energy that, you know, we're seeking to balance out within womb, within woman, I love the all white. And I'm encouraging folks to come in white. Of course, you can represent your favorite goddess, however you'd like to, but that is nothing like that white energy. You know, when you see all of those beautiful brown people, all the shades of brown in white, it's just, it's just so heartwarming. You know, it just, it just raises the vibration. So um, I I would be expecting and and, uh, prayerful to see that in people. We usually also set up an altar for the ancestors um, flowers and such, you know, just to have a presence of that energy with the divine feminine energies, present pictures, um, statues, whatever. So, um, prayerfully, that'll be something we could put together too. Got a lot of stuff we doing, child. <laughs> we encourage folks to bring that picture of big mama, bring that candy. She like, mm-hmm. bring, um, you know, whatever it is, that fragrance she liked, that food, and mm-hmm. put that up on that altar because, you know, what they say, you know what they say about, you know, grandma prayers and, you know, how those things is just continuous and, you know, we still living off the back of those things. So, Absolutely. Yeah, that's important. That was one thing that was important for me, too, was because, you know, like my grandmother probably was like the most important person, you know, in my life. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're able to really acknowledge those seeds that they plant and continue to give recognition and show people this is how we do it. So when I'm not here with y'all physically here, y'all remember me, you know, poor life mm-hmm. for me, you know, remember mm-hmm. the things I told y'all. And, and um, and I think, you know, it's been a lot of healing in that we're sharing those, um, that, that, at the, um, the matriarch, um, altar also with those goddess energies there. Mm-hmm. Because we all have a figure mm-hmm. of a woman, you know, a goddess in our lives that have really shaped us um, as far as who we are. You know, we have that that figure that we look up to, that mm-hmm. inspires us, that we that we try to be more like. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that I think that's important. And like I tell people, it doesn't have to be. You know, um, it it could be just a family member. Right. It could be. Um, it could be, you know, it could be someone from our tribe. Absolutely. So if you want to put her up there, mm-hmm. but but feel free to acknowledge and recognize 
um, you know, those energies because that work is never, you know, forgotten and that, that work is still working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. August 19th at the Nile Garden and Cafe, uh, Nile, um, Nile Courtyard, Nile Cafe and Courtyard in Philadelphia, 6008 Germantown Avenue, August 19th. You can go on Instagram, Mama Yoga Wellness, or Instagram, Crystal John, uh, either bios, and click the link for your ticket. Uh, You can purchase your tickets at the door. They will be more, but you can also get your tickets online up to this date. uh, And come and celebrate with us. Come and celebrate womanhood come and celebrate the goddess come and celebrate the goddess in the garden for sure thank you zola <laughs> yes, thank you so much um i do have vonnie here she just wants to say hi she oh what say hi i wish i know vonnie hello vonnie dear oh my god I just wanted to say hi. I don't have much to say. I'm just enjoying everything that I'm listening to. And um, I love you. And, you know, I love Zola. So I'm just happy to be sharing this day with her and via you and your wisdoms and everything, too. Oh, give thanks. That's so awesome. But wait a minute. Leave the camera back on there. Are you driving? Are you driving or pulled over? No, we're just like crawling through traffic. Okay, so... Pay attention to the road, but I want to say, listen, if y'all are listening to this, go on Instagram and order this woman's healing booster, you know, elixirs. Uh, what is it called? Um, uh, Bombay? Vani oh, Bay? What is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm listening like, okay, which elixir? <laughs> we talking about you, girl. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness, honey. During the COVID, of course, I, you know, had my own, you know, jujus and elixirs and everything I was making and making them for my family and everything. But then I saw this sister on the line on Instagram and she was making them and instantly it was just like a spiritual like connection. And I went and I bought some of her, you know, her healing shots and her healing drinks. And I it was the energy, the love, the official stamp from the ancestors is in, is in her juju, in her juice and her drinks. Go on to Yvonne. What's your thing on Instagram, child? Let me see here. Yvonne with a Y. Yvonne Dabomb, D-A-B-O-M-B. So it's Y-D-O-N-N-E-D-A-B-O-M-B. Yes, please go in. When she starts making her um, juices and everything, order them from her. Child, you're going to have to get to where you're shipping them. <laughs> I know. And mama, I, you, you, I want you to try the new um, flavor sea moss I'm making. It's um, soursop. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, I'm coming next week to get some. I can't be waiting. When you making it again, child? <laughs> Just let me know when you come and I'm going to have it ready for you. All right. <laughs> Promise you make it. Wonderful. But yes, thank you. It's been such a uh, pleasure to be here, and I hope I get to come on sooner. I just wanted to chat about the event with you, but I don't want to um, take up too much space. I'm, you know. <laughs> oh, you ain't taking up no space, darling. The space is allotted. You always got a place in space, you know. So I love you. I love you both. Drive carefully. Be safe. Oh, yeah. And thank you so much. And we'll see you very soon. All right. Yes. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Take care. All right. Peace and love. Nice to meet you as well. All right. So that was uh, wonderful. 
And um, I think we're going to move to a different type of show, uh, a different format is what I mean. So we could talk about that off air, but this is a little teaser for the folks. Leave this in. Uh, anything you want to share? I know we just um, love bombed you with the female energy <laughs> flaw. I you think, just was I like, think, okay, let me just sit here. I ain't got nothing no, to say. I'm I just think, listening. I think <laughs> I think that what um, what's happening there is extraordinary. It's something that I've been looking for for women to do because I think that where women are lacking mm. at is they keep waiting for men to do something and men aren't doing anything. So mm. women take you know the forefront of you know making adjustments and changes and just you know I love it and. I was just listening to what you guys were saying and about, hey, if we do something, then maybe reverse. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, well, if the men do something, like women are just waiting for men, uh, women are waiting for men to take action for certain things. You know, if you look at certain women, they 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 talk like men, they walk like men, they eat like men, they smoke like men. Like they're they're looking at us, you know. And if mm-hmm. men aren't taking that opportunity to lead. You know, you got goddesses in the garden who are going to step in and show women, hey, we can do we can heal ourselves. We can do this ourselves. And it's not to step on anybody's toes It's for everybody else to look at us and say, hey, you know, you better catch up because we're going to be so healed and loved. And, you know, eons past what you guys are doing. You know, you guys got to catch up. So it's not like an intimidating movement. It's a hey, you guys need to. Figure yours out because we figuring ours out, and then let's come together. When we figure, that's the, that's for me. That's the big thing. We got nothing figured out, but everybody wants to come together. But we all come together mm-hmm. broken. It's I, mm-hmm. I, I I can I can do my own podcast on how I feel about you know people that keep coming together. Like I'm single for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I understand that the way that we date, the way that we connect with each other, it's a little mm-hmm. off. Just a mm-hmm. little off. A lot of us don't even know what to fix. A lot of us don't even know what to work on. So just mm-hmm. listening to you ladies talk about, you know, what it's about and what it's for, I think that it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. All right. Sometimes well, I got to awesome. stop myself from talking because I can do this all day. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's good. I definitely value your opinion, your perspective, and especially on something like Goddess in the Garden, you know, uh, it was, you know, women really, we kind of just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, took over the airwaves. Uh, But like you said, you were listening intently and and that's appreciative. And then what you just shared was awesome. You know, you got to clip that part up, (laughs) you know. Yeah, for real. Clip it up. (laughs) (laughs) So I love you. Uh, Thank you so much for everything. Y'all know um, Flaw 700 is my nephew. Uh, one of my nephews, I have like a million nephews. My sister's uh, bought four sons uh, for sure. But uh, a flaw uh, is definitely our, our DNA is is connected. Um, and um, he's just really, um, you know, a young man I'm very, very proud of, uh, as I am with all of my nephews, most of them. <laughs> oh, shit. They'll be like, what was that, auntie? Anyway, I love everybody. And um Everybody's fabulous. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mind, Body, Energy, Imbalance. Remember to always keep your mind, body, and energy in balance, such so that you may walk in peace. See you next time.